This is Sandman, the rapping cowboy. And Ravy Wade Ball taught me to ride bull. to the Radio 8 Vault Volume 6. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and this is the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. We've been doing this show since 1998, and every now and then we like to dig into the Radio 8 Vault and go back in time and check out some of our greatest hits. This first installment comes from January 9th, 2009, when our musical guest on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. in Seattle, Seattle, Washington, that is, was Chris Sand, a.k.a. Sandman, the Rappin' Cowboy. And we were joined on the line for Pop Oracle Questions from actor-producers Daryl M. Bell and Toy Newkirk. And welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the pop oracle, where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting these randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here on the line with singer-songwriter Sandman, the rapping cowboy, whose music is providing the oracle fodder for our pop oracle divinations. And now, also joined on the line, this time from Los Angeles, California, Welcoming back to the show from one of the, you know, I, I, he's had, I think this, he's had the most popular podcast that we've done in the last uh, the last few months, Daryl M. Bell. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, Daryl. Thank you so much for having me. Good to hear from you. Yeah, yeah I hope you can work some more of your internet magic on us. Bring what? whatever whatever you got going for you. It's working for us. So. I, I love the confluence of synergy, so let's make it happen. So you are in a new... Fox Reality Show. Yeah, we're, we're going to be starting that probably in about a month or so. It'll air in August on, on the Fox Reality Channel. It's called the Hollywood, the House Husbands of Hollywood. Yeah. So you're a, you are a house husband. Well, uh, kind of, sort of. Technically, I'm not married. Uh, myself and uh, Tempest Bledsoe have been in a long-term relationship, but all of the other couples are actually married. But... People can people sometimes look at me like a a typical house husband, and so the uh, the producer of the show, Marilyn Wilson, is a very close friend of ours, and came and and pitched this idea, and it was essentially taking the opposite look of the housewives of Orange County and the housewives of Atlanta, and to look at at not only what are the men's 
lives like, but also let's look a little bit more at the relationships between all of the couples. So uh, myself uh, and Tempest Bledsoe, along with um, Billy Ashley and his wife, uh, uh, Jillian Barbary from Fox Show and her husband, and uh, 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 Billy Ashley's cool, a former man. Dodger, and, and you know, the, the, he at one point was a professional athlete until he suffered an injury where he couldn't see the plate, and now his wife, who's a makeup artist, he stays at home, raises his two girls, and runs her cosmetics company. So he teaches women how to exfoliate and moisturize. <laughs> no? Nice. So it's, it, it's that sort of thing. So it's just looking at the various dynamic, and it, it is fun and not mean-spirited in the least. So it should be, it should be fun to watch, hopefully. We'll see. So it seems like as the one couple that's not actually married, isn't there going to isn't there going to be pressure from the people who are doing the show to like try and like be this like stir you up like come on when are you going to tie the knot when are you going to do it when you you know it's sort of like you know it's like you you have a you know it's the Chekhovian thing you have a gun in the first act it's got to go off in the third you got house husbands and one unmarried couple does this end in a does this end in some sort of Celebrity on TV wedding a la Tiny Tim or something? Now, that, that sounds like a question for the eight ball. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, I can only tell you. But I, 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 can, I can say to you that uh, I, although we have been together for a long time, it is not an unusual question, so I don't think this show will add any additional pressure or influence our decision-making any more than anything, anyone has in the past. When, when and if that decision ever comes, it will be a sober decision that we make uninfluenced by anybody else. That's for sure. Well, you know that their their marketing department, if they get a hold of that, are going to have fun with it. I know, well, that, that is okay. You know, <laughs> nothing wrong with having a little fun. So, uh, well, let's let's you know you 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 call up the oracle. What is what's your question? I mean, that would that might be mine. But what what's your question for the pop oracle today? Today, here's what I really want to, and I've thought about this for a long time. I'd like to know if myself and your fellow producer Toy Newkirk will ever end up on screen together again. Wow. Well, Daryl Bell and Toy Newkirk, who worked. Together on a different world. Yep. Ever work together again? Well, Toy, I'm sure is listening. She's not actually in the studio today, but I'm I'm sure she's listening in, and I'm, I'm sure she wants to know what the answer is to this question. Uh, for people who want to check out who Toy Newkirk is, you can see she's on one of the la- the earlier podcasts. She actually she acted with me in the movie Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four back in the 1980s. We're all a bunch of, I guess, 80s. <laughs> somethings um living here in the 21st century but what uh number what what yeah imdb is the way to find it out what what number would you like to pick between one and eight that is not number four to answer the question will you and toy newkirk ever work together again well i suppose since we worked in the 80s and it's radio eight ball let's go with number eight Okay, song number eight from sandman the rapping cowboy the answer to daryl bell's question will he and toy newkirk ever work together on film again. My great-grandfather was a young slave driver in a small diamond mine in South Africa. He arrived from Norway on a big wooden ship and he worked for two long years with a gun and a whip. Yes, he worked in the mines, afraid and ashamed, and then he moved to North Dakota. With the tokens he attained And he put a diamond ring 
On my great-grandmother's hand That was stolen from the labor of an African I am a laborer I am a laborer I work hard for the money I work hard Now the ring was passed down All the way to my pa Who traded it in For a hammer and a saw I am a laborer I am a laborer Like him I will work hard I will work hard I will work hard I'll wake up early About 5.30 I will work hard Now the basic tragedy of a racist legacy is a racist destiny, but now there is a remedy. We can be laborers, we must be laborers. We will work hard, we will fight hard, we will work hard. We can be laborers, we must be laborers. We will work hard, we will fight hard, we will work hard. To eliminate racism. And that was Sandman, the rapping cowboy, from his uh, CD Live and Suspicious, uh, and the song Laborer, the answer to Daryl Bell's question, will he and Toy Newkirk ever work together on film again? Um, before we get Daryl's take on that, Sandman, can you give us a little bit of background on where that song comes from? Well, I was... Uh... I was living in Olympia at the time, working for Sunrise Construction, and I just remember kind of breaking down, just you know, waking up every morning at 5:30 and just feeling ashamed that I wasn't successful in the music business. And uh, but then this moment of zen or clarity or something came over me, and all of a sudden, I it's pretty complex. I can't actually remember all all the reasons, but. The song kind of poured forth, and I realized this is exactly what I needed to do to get over some uh, some of the. Basically, if I'm going to be a real songwriter, and uh, I mean someone who's making a difference in the world, not just uh, being a rock star, that I need to, I need to, I need to make real quality work that comes that's meaningful and that expresses everything about me, everything from the shame of, uh, you know, my, knowing that my great-grandpa had, uh, had been a slave driver in South Africa. Um, I don't know. I'm not enough of a philosopher to <laughs> figure it all out, but I, I, the song takes on shame and despair and tries to turn it into gold, which is, being able to be satisfied with what I'm doing and then uh, turning it, kind of turning it into a metaphor of something even more meaningful than, than it, to me it goes beyond just being about a song about shame and, be, you know, a penance and into turning it into its head, uh, turning it onto its head and 
making it about something even grander, which is about um, that work work is good and that work. But yeah, yeah, you go, <laughs> you take it over. <laughs> okay. What um, do you think? Well, Daryl, you asked the question. Uh, yeah. Did Did you have some interpretation of how you think that song answered your question? Oh, for sure. And it's it's funny because it it hit me uh, right away as I listened to the lyric and and uh, Sam and I I enjoyed the song. I, you know, for me it 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 seemed to answer right right away in the context of the question. That if you wake up at five thirty and and you're ready to work hard, you can make it happen. And it's it's funny how I, I think just in the context of the show how everything comes together in a different sort of way that toys my work with toys what brought me to Radio Eight Ball and that got Toy and I to start talking about other things and if we truly wanted to work together and worked hard that we could take this little serendipity of our connecting here and it could provide to screen work somewhere down the road. That's the way I caught it in terms of the answer. Yeah, and I mean, I guess what's also, you know, I mean, just since we're we're on the radio, what's what's interesting here because we are this is a you know a racially mixed on air group that we are talking about. I mean, Sam Mann's a cowboy from Montana. I'm you know I'm a Jew from Olympia. Uh, Daryl and Toy are uh, black people from uh, from Los Angeles and this song is about racism and it's in, and it's saying that the, the you know I'm not sh- not necessarily going to the to that question although I guess it does in the sense that the the idea is that there's this legacy that's over all of us that sort of racism sits over all of us all the time whoever we are and that it's presence, you know, it's interesting that the pop oracle sort of just sort of dove us down into directly into that. And it's, you know, and it's interesting because it's the most obvious part of the divination. And at the same time, it's the part that um, that none of us mentioned, which is, again, an interesting thing of like, what is it that stops it? I don't know if you heard my initial question, Daryl, but my initial question was about just being totally honest. And what is it that stops any of us from working together? What is it that stops any of us from being closer to each other or being having more like intimacy in the sense of like mind meld and like kinship? And, you know, here it is. The song is saying, you know, work, you know, work and the relationship of us to our work and also the relationship of of us to this destiny of this, you know, something that a lot of us are struggling with in this country of in this world of like how do we uh manifest the the world that we want on top of the world that we've come out of which is nothing that any of us would have ever chosen yeah i i like the connection that here you have you know uh sam man the rapping cowboy whose whose song about uh a slave driving uh, a grandfather in south africa has brought together all these different people from different backgrounds and it has taken if if you know to the extent that he expressed some sort of shame look at the good that's come out of the work that he's put together and look at how we've all come together to talk about this and generate something positive and thoughtful about it i think that's terrific and i think i think that probably goes like rather than i think that if it, if it was my question i would be thinking that the pop oracle rather than saying 
are you and Toy going to work together? Which, you know, if you want to, you will. But really, it's like that what are you know, on a on a high, what is your what level is your, you know, the, the pop oracle would be calling you to a higher level of work. You know, what is it, you know, like Sandman's here saying, I got to work. I'm just having to get up at 5 a.m. to work. And then he sees that the the work he's doing is part of the work that trains him to do the bigger work, which in the in the sense of the song is un, to eliminating racist uh, eliminating racism. And it's the same thing. Like we as artists, we do our work, and it might be a love story, it might be a comedy, it might be a commercial for a, you know a hamburger place. But there's still a way that there's always the opportunity to put to raise it to the higher level to know that the work you're doing here wherever you are is contributing to the bigger work that it can transcend its original intention to do something greater absolutely there you go well said fellow well said <laughs> well that's beautiful daryl um and can you tell us one once again I, I i love the way your mind works and i've been i've read i've been reading your blog since you were on the show last time and could you give out the information again about where people can read your blogs yeah my blog is at UrbanThoughtCollective.com, and my blog is called Tube Talk, and it debuts every Thursday, and it's about all things television, from the current shows on television that I like, and I talk about folks writing and producing in television, to the, I talked extensively about the Obama campaign, and I talk about sports, anything that's on television is covered in the blog. That's great. And I have to say, you are one of the most active and out there house husbands in the world. So they, they, you're not even married. They man, they wanted you to be on this show. It's like it's good. It's like pe- people want to hear want to hear what's coming out of you coming out of your mouth. And that's if I could only figure out a way to try to make the water go away in the neck, you know, you guys neck of the woods, then I would really have some, you know, talent. You know, because I know you guys are struggling up there with that. So. But thank you. Yeah, I'm trying to do the best I can to be as busy as possible. Absolutely. Well, thanks a lot, Daryl. We'll, uh, I hope we'll have you back again soon. Andros, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. And uh, that's another great example of how Radio 8 Ball works. And we also uh, we had said goodbye to Daryl Bell, but we're, we, we still have him here because after he asked his question about working with Toy Newkirk again, Toy Newkirk called us. So welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, Toy. Well, thank you, Andra, for having me. Thank you, uh, Daryl, for representing my uh, spirit. <laughs> you know, I'm always here to help in any way I can. You know, <laughs> it's the power of the 8 Ball. <laughs> yes, it is. Hi, guys. Hey there. So, Toy, you have a question for the... Po- I mean, did you want to respond to, to, to Daryl's uh, proposal? Oh, yes, I accept. <laughs> no, I, no, 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 no. Let me wait. I'm jumping the gun. That's part of my question, actually. Um, if I had one, it was kind of inspired in this moment right now. So it has something to do with the answer, which is, you know, work hard. And what I heard was we can manifest anything through strife or race, racial oppos- uh, oppositions or, or anything. I mean, you can really, if you work hard, you can manifest it all. And I guess that my question then goes back to um, the two struggles that are ever present in my life, which is love and work. And, you know, how do you, I guess is my question is not only will I be working with 
Will I be working with Daryl again? Will I be working on Radio 8 Ball? And where, in fact, will my best work be served? Where will that manifest itself? Where will Toy's best work be served? Great. Your question is going to be answered by a randomly chosen song from Sandman the Rappin' Cowboy. So would you pick a number between 1 and 8 that is neither 4 nor 8? I will go with 7. I knew you would. (laughs) Here comes song number 7 from Sandman the Rappin' Cowboy. I've got no job, but I'm getting paid more than ever. I'm single, but I'm getting laid more than ever. I'm homeless, but I sleep in the softest beds made of feathers. I'm from the Northwest, but I'm always blessed with the warmest weather. I'm Sand Pan. My name will last forever. More clever than MacGyver. I got a thing for Mini Driver. I'm from Xanadu, brother. I'm ready to rock. I got some questions for the bushes when they're ready to talk. Verse 1. I'm a terrorist, a political predator. The Xanadu janitor take a president prison to check it. I'm a militant minotaur, Portuguese man of war, you're an albacore, tuna, fish, I'm a murderous matador, minus the competitors, you can call me Senator Sand, I'm ready to run, down to the border for to have me some fun, trained in the art by AC alone, and when I find my heart, I'll bring it home, underground, from LA to Seattle, I feel like John Brown, getting ready to battle, I'm a honky white redneck son of a bitch, but just give me the word black man and I'll switch, cause believe it or not, getting ready to pop, revolution come whether you're ready or not, got some questions for the bushes when they're ready to talk, revolution come whether you're ready or not, I'm the man of sand, chip off the old block, revolution come whether you're ready or not, I got some questions for the bushes when they're ready to talk, revolution come whether you're ready or not. Uh, 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 revolution come whether you're ready or not. Mm, uh, uh. When I do the second chorus, you can just do the uh, revolution. Let's try that just for a see it sound. We'll kick in, don't worry. Alright. Here it goes. Verse 2. Uh, 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 uh. Sand versus Bush. Battle. Grab your saddle. Montana versus Texas. Dodge versus Lexus. Choose your sides. No time to straddle the fence. Here come the cattle, and you don't want me around. I'm a thorn in your pride, and I was born to ride. So get down, go man to man, go one on one with the sun of sand. God damn, you're a punk ass chump, selling us out for shrimp like Bubba Gump, making mad money for pimps like Donald Trump, then ignoring the poor like Ebenezer, the Grump, the Grinch, the Grouch, the Gipper, the Scrooge, the leather bound Gimp, getting ready to splooge, the burning bush, the golden goat. The old gray goose with the golden throat. The ugly duck with the oily coat. The greedy governor who ignored the vote. Gore gave up the ghost. Now it's on. Sand versus bush till the break of dawn. Cause believe it or not, getting ready to pop. Revolution come when you're ready or not. I got some questions for the bushes when they're ready to talk. Revolution come when you're ready or not. I'm the man of sand. Chip off the old block. Revolution come when you're ready or not. I got some questions for the bushes when they're ready to talk. Revolution come when you're ready or not. A revolution come when you're ready or not. I said revolution come. Ready or not. Revolution come. Revolution come when you're ready or not. Uh uh-uh. yeah. yeah. And that was Sandman, the rapping cowboy with Revolution Come from his CD. Uh, 
Live and Suspicious. I should remember the name of that title because I was involved in the production of it, recorded live down at uh, Folklife in, uh, in Southern California. And that was the answer to Toy Newkirk's question about love and work. Will she be working with Daryl again? Where will her best work be served? What's she going to do with balancing love and work, pretty much, right? That's pretty much it. So let's go to Sandman first and get a little bit of background on that song. Sandman? Uh, San, San, you said Sandpan in the song, too. Maybe you should tell us. <laughs> yeah, I alternate between Sandman and Pan. What is that about? Well, you know, that was written probably in 2003, 2004, I can't remember. And it was just knowing that we're in for a long night of, of the soul. And uh, also this idea of um, taking Bush on one-on-one, like almost like, like in the old freestyle battles, um, people would go against other rappers. But I, I call myself the senator of rock and roll, so I felt being a politician of sorts that, it was, uh, that I wanted to go head-to-head, one-on-one with that. With GW, and it's and, also uh, it's, yeah. it's a little bit interesting that Sand, you know, well, Pan is known for about you know, sort of Pan is all about uh, masculine sexuality and Pan versus Bush. It just I don't want to go into that, but that's a <laughs> it's an interesting uh, duality you set up there. Toy, you know, I, and I and I, I open this up to to Daryl as well. I want to get I want you to be involved in this um, sure. in this musical divina- in this divination here. But but Toy, was there anything that jumped out at you about how that answered your question? Uh, well, there's a couple. It's hard to hear them on a cell phone. Um, and But I wanted to ask you, Santa, what was the opening line? I've got no job, but I'm getting paid more than ever. Exactly. And, <laughs> and it's very interesting for me because my, my hand is in so many different cookie jars and pies right now, and I'm producing on levels where I'm being asked to come in on groundwork projects and the... And, you know, Daryl had spoke of, you know, mentioned something about a project that we potentially could be. And I kind of let that slide. And there's another one that I'm working right now that has, you know, great potential. And I'm actually doing it. And then there's Radio Ape on. There's so many uh, options. But in that, they're, they're right when I heard that line, I was like, you know, uh, I've got no job, but I'm wealthy. I'm like, that's how I feel. I feel extremely wealthy right now, but I need to with so much focus in. And then there was another line where it says, um, well, that goes back to there's no time to saddle the fence. You know, it's like, really, I need to make a commitment. And it can be many projects at once, but then can I actually devote my time to all of those projects? And back to my question, which was, you know, uh, turning your pride. There was a line that was like turning your pride. And my pride pretty much is my ego, which sometimes is tied up in love for me. And, you know, so it's time to kind of turn that in and which goes back to revolution comes when you're ready or not. So if I can get all my, if the work is coming and I can get my love and pride and ego in check, you know, and stop straddling the fence, um, the revolution's going to come. So I, I can actually play a part of this. I can, my, my work can manifest in some really great projects and what I do, whether it's with Daryl, which ironically deals with some, back to his question, you know, some racial issues, and Radio 8 Ball, which is just great fun. And um, so, yeah, that's what I got from it, which is very, um, it's deciding factors. Like, I have to make these choices to make uh, all of these projects work. What did you think, Daryl? 
I thought it was interesting because the first line hit me too. Because I always say, you know, if, if I go back to in living color, Tori is Jamaican because she already got 16 jobs before nine o'clock. You know what I mean? She's <laughs> always working on multiple things, juggling four things and five things on one hand. And while she's multitasking, it's rare to me that I've ever heard her working or pursuing something that she wasn't really passionate about. And when she talks about managing, you know, work and her her love, I I can always see that. And, and well, she's also taking jobs to me that the passion and love for what she was doing superseded the money that was going to come out of it, you know. And and the passion and the love for what she was doing was more satisfying or gratifying. And you know, of course, we all have to make practical decisions at some point. So I, you know, and she's always done that, but. The the idea that at some point, you know, the perfect balance will come into play where she will make the most money on that which she is most passionate and creative, I thought was right on point. Yeah, I, I, I definitely got that. And I, you know, I there were a couple of key lines that I heard. Um, uh, I, I thought it's interesting that I know I know Toy is from L.A. and there was that under there was a line underground from L.A. to Seattle um, mm. getting ready to battle. And I guess, I, you know, I'll go more at the, you know, sort of the the love thing, you know, that going back to that idea of the pan versus bush, we all have this, I don't know, uh, I don't know if it's a battle or some disparity between our masculine and feminine sides and really reconciling that. If this was my question, that's what, it, you know, the revolution comes whether you're ready or not, but it comes whether you're ready or not when you achieve that balance of your own yin and yang, your own masculine and feminine positive and negative forces, which then allow, you know, a breakthrough to come, a revolution to come, whether you're ready or not. So the, it's like, it's almost like when the, when you do the, the personal work on yourself, the, perf, the, the work revolution sort of happens. That's what I would get. That's what I got from the, from the uh, song. So... Ooh. Um, bringing it back around, anyone have a have a final hit on that that didn't get covered? No. Oh, go ahead, Tori. Yeah, I was going to say, Sandman, thank you. I just really thoroughly enjoyed your rapping and you in its unique way and how it's really been applicable. So thank you. That's all. You betcha. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, I, I hope, Tori, you don't go after all the men in your life the way, you know, the song wanted to go after Bush. You know, I, just, <laughs> I, hope, we find, I hope we could find some love in there yeah. as opposed to let me go one-on-one and bust his ass. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's really funny. I have been once, you know, about the whole terrorist. There was a line in there where it said something about the terrorist. And, I'm a uh, terrorist. Yeah. I, yeah, I've been sometimes, uh, well, not very often, but once like that, I was terrorizing someone. And I was like, but how? I'm just extremely passionate. So um, it was an interesting note. And I promise, Daryl, I will not go after another man in that way. <laughs> nice. Nice. Look at the progress we're making here. See? Nobody needs therapy. We got Radio 8 Ball. Come on. So when you said you're not going to go after another man like in the song, are you saying that you will go after Daryl? Is that oh. like a, I promise I won't go after another man like that. Only you, Daryl. I will <laughs> I will go toe-to-toe with you, man. Oh, 
because Daryl could take me with a smile. See, He'd be yeah, like, there you go. Down. He'd put his arm around me and be like, kick and scream all you want, little one. You know, with, with Toy, it would be like the old Bugs Bunny cartoon when you had the big bulldog and the little cat would be sticking their little claws in his back. And he'd be like, oh, ow, ow. But then he'd be like, it's okay. Oh, that's it's exactly okay. what I need. I need okay. This is more of the relentlessly positive radio that you have come to expect from Radio 8 Ball, all wrapped in a synchronistic ball. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Show. It's a good show.